And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. He makes me laugh. I find him entertaining. But the Sports City fan world there is garbage. They make L.A. fans look like diehards. Uh, good day, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is you're catching us in our lovely selves. It's uh, Gabe, it's Paige, my name's Michelle. This is What Did I Miss After a Action super action-packed weekend to the point where when Paige asked me if I had any TV wrecks, I realized I don't think I ever sat on my couch and watched TV this weekend other than some sports. That was it. That feels weird to say that out loud. How are you guys doing? Good weekend? Yeah. Spicy weekend. A lot of sports. Spicy. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Gabe looks like it wasn't that spicy at all. Why? What? <laughs> By the what way, shout out. What was spicy about it? I know, spicy. I'm like, what was Well, we'll get to about? it, but all the fan stuff. A lot of oh. fans. Fans behaving badly. Spicy for me. Allegedly. But yes, uh, we, <laughs> we're going to go, but we have to say shout out Jokic. Nikola Jokic, two-time MVP. Uh, a man after most people's hearts, if you watched any of anything he's done this season, but especially as they were being wiped out of the playoffs and you saw his just red-faced, exhausted being you realize this dude does it all and he's had really little to no help doing it and i know people will spend the next two days talking about should he have won even though they've spent the last six months doing it also but i'm glad he won because i think he's in a bad situation and i'd like him to be a spur and uh since you know i'd like to put that in the ether i'd like to put that in the universe because start the campaign he deserves it he deserves to be i mean it's not like tim duncan's still here but still i love it you guys good with it i mean i know people are like, oh, why did Giannis together uh, I'm like, great with it for one reason, uh, which is his brothers who remain oh. active on social media and just talking shit. And I think it's great. Wait, do, am I not following them? I got to follow them. I'm going to follow the Jokic brothers. I think it's just at Jokic brothers. Jokic brothers. <laughs> but like they're tweeting today. Wait a minute. This might so be So he has brothers who just, I'm a, I'm so it. he can just continue to be the most boring person alive and his brothers can be interesting for him. You don't remember this? Yes. His brothers got into a fight with um, Markeith Morris. You yeah, don't remember this? Yeah, oh, it was Markeith incredible. At, wait, both Morrises or just one? It's a two-on-one fight? That doesn't feel fair. He's got a twin. Yeah, so right. So we could set up like a brother v. brother situation. Two to two. I'm into two. that. Wait, um, but what a lot is of fighting I mean, in today's show? Yeah, there is. I think there's. I think it's the beginning of heat time, and I, yeah, there's a lot going on. But we just wanted to get that out of the way because I, I, you know, that's been talked about for two months now about who's going to win MVP. And honestly, it was one of those years where, unless they just picked some rando out of the blue, like I would have been fine with Embiid, Jokic, or Jan. I'm good with it all. So they got it right. Whoever they is, well done. But anyways, let's. That leads us to the NBA. We've got serieses. Serieses are happening, you guys. All tied up, number one seeds, not making it look very easy, potentially also going to get knocked out in this round. The map, I mean, I am happy to have been watching it. Was anything shocking to you guys? Like, are you shocked at all to find Phoenix or Miami in a situation where now they're all tied up and it's a best of three? 
Oh, I don't. I just don't know anything about either of these teams, and find that Luca <laughs> Luca is the only interesting part of the whole thing. And and CP three, God bless him, is trying to give us something to talk about uh, with that whole incident. But I don't. I don't know basketball wise. I don't know what to make of these two teams. What? Uh, what? Well, let's get into it. What incident is that? Obviously, uh, we saw the tweet after the game, and we're like, huh. Why is the guy who used to be the head of the players union basically <laughs> saying like, screw the fans if they get to be jerks, so do we? And that was I mean, sort of he puzzling. dropped an f bomb. Yeah. He didn't say screw. He dropped that f bomb right there for everyone to see. And so that was puzzling until the video came out of a young man, uh, probably probably a teenager. I don't think we know I think exactly. So. I think so. Yeah, young guy uh, who was involved allegedly in an incident with Chris Paul's whole family. His mom, <laughs> probably an older woman. Uh, his wife and his kids were around. Apparently, he put his hands on them. That's not allowed. But we don't know what led to that. We don't know anything about it. And then you see CP3 in a crowd of people involving players yell over to this kid. I'll see you later. Pretty yeah, ominous. He was, he was adamant about it, too. I'll, I'll, I'll find you. I'll see you. Yeah. I was like, he, he does know he's 15, right? Like, he's like, if. I have no idea. But see, here's where it gets tricky. Because, again, we don't know anything of what happened now if hands were in fact put on someone especially someone's mother then sure the i under i understand completely like if somebody touched my mom i would probably go ballistic but we don't know anything and that's what's a little bit tricky for me on this one i also think i look i've not been quiet about my disdain for one chris paul I, I think he's a dirty player and I think he's a flopping player and I think he's a whining player and he complains about everything. And so when I find out that it's him and his family, I'm like, oh, it's like the perfect storm. I don't even know what I don't know what to say about it. It's a large group of people. So I don't know that it was just a, a simple case of like this child did something. Uh, it almost feels like, hey, this is Chris Paul's family when they're surrounded by Mavericks fans. That's just a, a recipe for disaster anyways. But I'll be curious to see what happens. I mean, you know, if you're the kid's mom, that's, that's an embarrassing situation. I have to escort my kid out of here because he did something stupid and we're going to be ostracized. But yeah, I don't know. Paige, did you have an immediate reaction? Because I feel like people immediately like felt very strongly about this and it was a little bit odd to watch. My reaction was more about like, what what is happening with fans <laughs> I, I truly like yeah i mean maybe not the will smith thing but kind of in the same vein Kinda, like the yeah. guy tackling Chappelle. this situation just seems like there's a lot of this cropping up um i wonder if it's something to do with this feeling of the last two plus years of like everyone being <laughs> limited in what they can do and now we've been set free and now we're all insane anyway yeah. just like what are you doing even I don't care if you're 15. People know better than that. Do you think it's I, so? Let me ask you. It's also the beginning of hot time, right? It's hot. Uh, Texas hot was dog summer. had historically hot this weekend to the point where, like, I found myself road raging as well. So mm -hmm. I, I, I kind of understand the like, the. But I also think: Do we think that the amount of social media use is, you know, people say the most horrific. Like I, something happened to Instagram this weekend, right? So there, I used to have it set up where I wouldn't even see 
message requests, like DMs or whatever. It, it just automatically would just block everyone out and be like, no, unless unless I follow you, whatever, I'm not going to see it. And all of a sudden, they popped up this week and I could see them. So these were messages from like 160, 200 weeks ago, whatever it was, and they were awful. It was when I went off on Kawhi Leonard and it was just, fuck you, Canada hates you, hope you die. And I'm like, oh, I, yes, I remember these times. These were fun times. And these are the types of things that people say on a daily basis on social media. And do we think sometimes our inside social media voices are now carrying over into our when we actually go out in public and now we're acting out on it and I'm, I'm by the way I'm using we extremely loosely here mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm really talking about idiots but maybe it's that it's like this I've said all these horrible things to whoever and now I find myself face to face with his family and I, I just lost control for a second I don't know there's got to be I'm not a psychologist this has to be a field right. day I think you're right. And I think it's a double-edged sword, right? Because we have this unprecedented, in recent times, access to these athletes, right? Draymond Mm -hmm. is recording his podcast after his pressers. like, And so what happens is fans feel like they know these athletes. They have these like parasocial relationships where they feel in some ways entitled to a response, a reaction, and that they can give their feedback. And I think you're right that like then you're confronted with this and you have this very one-sided relationship. I'd be curious if you feel this way with how people speak to you as well. But like, that's crazy. Like, wake up, people. Sheeple. It's weird. But you're also putting yourself in harm's way. Like, we're moving past words. Like you mentioned, yeah, it, the Chappelle guy. Okay. This, like, this is I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's the beginning of the end. Like, you know how when they watch a zombie movie, it's like a slow transformation. <laughs> like, a couple people in town start to get eaten from the inside out, and they become, they act weird, and then all of a sudden, there's a, maybe this is the beginning of that. I mean, I'm not against it to be honest with you. It's, I think we've had a good run, but Let's wrap it yeah, up. I don't know. Gabe Seal feels like he's very pensive about it. Well, I just feel weird about the whole thing because I agree with just about all of what you're saying. And I'm wondering if we're we're going to reach a tipping point where fans do realize, like, no, when you go run up to the octagon and try to make a video out of it, the, first of all, that's the last place on the earth on Earth you want to go and try to like scare Ultimate someone. Ultimate fighting. I mean, I Literally. almost kind of respect it. I'll be honest. Like, of all the places to go, <laughs> that's not it. So when a when a bodyguard tosses you out and basically saves your life just by throwing you down instead of Fair. letting you actually get in there and confront someone. Oh, maybe you learn something when you yeah, when you jump on stage at Chappelle and like people beat you badly, badly. And and they don't and they aren't going to face criminal charges for beating you badly because you <laughs> are the one invading or when this young man Let's assume the worst in this guy, which Let, maybe isn't do, yeah. fair, but let's assume he did everything Chris Paul thinks he did and more. Like if he like, shoved his mom, let's say that, yeah, right? That's like, awful. Of course. And so you're going to get, you're going to pay consequences for that. And so I just wonder when it people do start to realize it. Because on Twitch and on Instagram and on Twitter, you can say all that stuff that you want. It does. What's the worst thing that happens? You get blocked? Like yeah, word, you don't uh, get yeah. punched in the face on Twitter. No, mm. but I would, I, you know what? I will devil's advocate you right now. I don't think I was devil's a... advocating. Wait, I <laughs> well, that, was the devil. <laughs> so I'm, so what do so I do? So many devils. I'm double devil, double know. devil <laughs> advocating. Like <laughs> I would say this, you're speaking from a, a, like a sane thinking person who sort of looks at consequences and punishments as, uh, okay, I'm done. I won't do it again. I, I learned my lesson. Whereas I don't think that's what we have now in society. I think any and all publicity any and all exposure is now considered a prize like some sort of reward so i don't know about this 
teenage, whatever the hell he is. I'm sure. But that's the thing. For all I know, he goes to school today and he's like, I'm that guy, like whatever. Or the the girl that tried to get in the octagon, like maybe that's now she's considered awesome, good, bad or ugly. I, I don't know that these are people that learn from these things. I think this yeah, is all part point. of What's the, the end chase. game? Death. Like, what do you... Death. Well, Charles Barkley said it. He goes, oh, I've always said, you put him at midcourt, five minutes. Five minute fight. And then I get to like beat him up, but I'll take my time. And then I'm, I'm not going to throw haymakers right off the top. I'm going to wait till the end of the five minute. Really. And I was like, you know, Kenny Smith tried to bring him back down. But honestly, I thought it was kind of funny. And I, it's, I don't know what the end game is. Maybe televised athletes beating up fans. Maybe that's we start paying for that pay-per-views well so then let me ask you this to bring it back to cp3 for a second so his reaction again we don't have Mm. the full story but it it seemed pretty threatening and pretty weird uh for him to say like i'll see you later basically like i'm gonna come get you and you know i don't think we have to take that serious i I think there's a bit of hyperbole in that i'm not accusing cp3 of chasing him down (laughs) but then like what is the responsible thing for him to do because i would imagine a lot of players feel like there's there's no safe way there's no due process like these guys get to say whatever they want even literally put their hands on our family or throw stuff at us what do we get to do in response and i don't know the answer that's the well a this is why this is why these guys have personal bodyguards on top of team bodyguards like a lot of times the bigger names especially will have their own detail i think in again this is such a weird situation because the timing of it was such that do I don't even know that Chris Paul necessarily knows what was happening. I think he was just sort of in the melee told, hey, it's your family. Some crap went down. but And that's all he knew. And of course, you're going to be like, what's my family? So now I'm going to react. Mm-hmm. Zero blame for that. But yeah, it's it's the video is jarring because we have the benefit of seeing the person he's addressing. And we have the time to go, uh, is that a teenager? Like, this is very awkward. I don't know that he saw any of that. I have no idea. Or maybe he thought it was the, who knows? But it's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's as simple as sort of like you publicly embarrassing maybe the parents or I I have no idea. There are no ramifications. Well, don't teams just ban it. people? Yeah, but how do you, I've always, what? how do you ban a person? So you're telling me I get banned from Spurs games. I can't somehow get a ticket and go up to the, the 200 section. Who the hell would know? I don't know how you carry out a ban. It sounds great on paper, but like out of, you know, 14,000 people, 8,000 people, 60,000 people, whatever, football game, you're going to know everybody that works at the stadiums on high alert for that one face. There's no chance. Like there's no, unless you, you just don't buy it with your credit card. If that's the only way they have of tracking you. And and you'd be an idiot to try that anyways. And but we are talking about idiots, so you yeah, reach I don't know. out to like a team official and find out how this stuff works. I would love to. I've I'm always curious. wanted to know that. Because it sounds real good and, ooh, got him, but not really. <laughs> like, you just don't sit courtside. Although I don't go to things if I can't sit courtside. So technically, <laughs> yeah, I would be banned. But <laughs> that's totally fair. Uh, so, yeah, we've got we've got ourselves a series. Um, by the way, that's not even taking into account that we had another chippy moment in the, uh, in the Golden State mm-hmm. um, Memphis yeah. series where John Morant now was on the receiving end of what was a quote-unquote breaking the code moment and may not play in game four, which uh, that would suck so bad. But I've watched that video as well. And I, again, I didn't have a very strong reaction to it. Didn't seem like he did as much as he's being blamed for doing. But all I, all I know is I like the chippiness. I like that. These are all game. These are series. Now they're either tied or it's two, one. This is exactly what I want out of my NBA playoffs. And so I'd like to say, thank you. They're definitely giving us drama. I, I, 
I'm not convinced I'm watching the best teams or the best players. Maybe I'll feel that way. But Why? It, Who's missing? Know. Well, there's one guy's missing. There's one Who? guy missing. Kevin Durant? Uh, no, he's, he's, on, he's on vacation. He's a buddy of uh, Chris Paul's. Let's just say that. No, he's a poser, and his ass was in the paddock this weekend with every other poser that pretended they liked <laughs> F1 all of a sudden. Oh, should we go there? Break. Is that where yeah, we need to Are we doing up? this? Are we doing this? America, let's do this. <laughs> Miami Grand Prix. It happened. It's been hyped. It's been, it's been the talk of the town for seemingly 17 years leading up to it. Um, the moment it was announced that Miami was going to have a stop, I think a lot of us, myself, rolled my eyes and thought, yay, America, but also, oh, no, America. And it's exactly what I thought it was going to be, a shit show of celebrities of all lettered tiers, a paddock that is used to seeing a certain amount of human being it was a, it was like salmon rushing upstream. You couldn't even <laughs> move. Like it was a who's who and also a who the hell is that of just what is going on. And it was everything that, look, there were legitimate people there, right? There were stars there. There's that picture of Lewis Hamilton, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady. Uh, who was the fourth? Who am I missing? Beckham. Oh, and Be I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Beckham. And Beckham. <laughs> and it was like, okay, that's a, that's a cool ass picture. No matter what your feelings are of, of one or two or four of those people. Oh, well, everybody loves Michael, but yeah, that was cool. But then there was like DJ Khaled walking around trying to get, it was just to Paris Hilton, Paris effing Hilton. I had to look at my calendar. What the year is this that I have to see Paris Hilton? She's I back. Just, She's a show. Shut up, Paige. Just having a show <laughs> doesn't mean you're back. It She's just back, was, Paige. it was just, it was, and also, oh, oh, what the fuck was Danica Patrick doing there? Oh, I you didn't see been, this. What happened? Oh, oh, she wasn't just there. She did an open. Okay. She did an open on the side, on the back of a coral convertible. You know, that classic sure. stupid yeah. Miami scene where you're driving down A1A in a convertible and she's like, oh, F1, baby, it's back. A, never been to Miami, so it can't be back just by definition, right? <laughs> Two, you've been very vocal that that's not the kind of racing that you like. Three, I barely ever saw you finish a race as it was. I call you Danica. Hit the wall, Patrick. I'm over it. <laughs> okay, that's it. I got that's it. Okay. It was just, but the list. Of, I like. I'm looking know. at the list of celebrities that we know of that were there. It, it was. Sometimes you have to take off your American glasses and you kind of have to put on your global glasses, and it was just over the top ridiculousness. Like I know that we worship celebrities here. I'm just as guilty as anybody else. I watch so much garbage TV and read so much garbage news, but it was just like to watch it through the eyes of what other people think of us. I was like, this is, I hate it. I hated it. I just really did. It made me feel poopy. Can I, can I make yes. an argument against that? Absolutely. I okay. want to hear it. Without those throngs of people, celebrities of various mm -hmm. statures, we wouldn't have gotten the absolute gift, gift that is Martin Brundle. <laughs> He's going hero. through the crowd to find anyone that he knows and most people that he didn't. He didn't know. And I've seen him, I've seen him in action before. Um, and now I think probably a lot of people have because if you didn't know him yesterday or or yeah you didn't know him you know him now and so that sort of led people down this youtube right and like he did it most recently with megan the stallion like he just he didn't know and i'm trying to find him out here because he actually tweeted 
last night uh, after all of this. What did he say? He had a tweet. Now, before I get into it, Martin Brundle is a British um, reporter. He's the guy that does the pre-race where he's basically on the track and he's with a cameraman. And by the way, this cameraman is also a badass because he's there's no hesitation. And they're weaving in and out of people. And usually he's looking for racers. He's looking for the drivers. He's looking for um, anybody having to do with the teams. And he just shoves a microphone in the face. There's no PR. There's no setting it up ahead of time. It is just microphone and camera in your face. And they always, they, they really comply. Mm-hmm. And then the occasional celebrity, because there's usually a couple, a handful of celebrities at any one of these races. This particular one, as I mentioned, was you couldn't even get through the human traffic. It was just like shoulder to shoulder to shoulder, shoulder, shoulder. And so he's standing there. Oh, I got I to gotta find somebody, I don't, whatever. And there's a man that's just standing taller than everyone else. So he sees him, of course, and he walks over there and he's like, Patrick, Patrick. He thinks it's Patrick Mahomes. Now, do I think he thought it was Patrick Mahomes? I actually don't. I think whoever's in his ear told him it was Patrick Mahomes and he, he didn't know at all. He wouldn't have known anyways. Gets through the interview and it, it happens to be Paolo Bancaro who's going to be in the NBA draft. I don't even know that Paolo knew that he called him Patrick. But uh-huh. at some point somebody says that's not Patrick Mahomes to which Martin Brundle responds something along the lines of, I don't care. <laughs> it's, it's just, it is amazing television. Um, it's what he does. And he tweeted last night, this is 14 hours ago. There's a reason why I've never watched back an F1 gridwalk in a quarter of a century of doing them. You have no idea how much I dislike doing them. But somehow those crazy moments have defined my professional career. This emoji. Oh, well, that's the way it is. That like makes me sad, kind of. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry about your life, bro. <laughs> he's there to be a ra- he's a he's a racing oh, guy. Like goodness. that's what he wants to talk about. And he's like, I'm having an interview. I don't even know who. It- but but the other part of that video is Dwayne Wade is like walking by him. I think three times when he's trying to find. It. It's just it was too much. And then the fact that like the the race ended and they had to have a police escort from the end of the race to where to the podiums where like. We couldn't just do this like every other place, just like normally, just, hey, we walk over to the podiums, we get the song, we champagne ourselves, and everyone moves on with the day. It just, it had to be so over the top, which may, and, and Miami to me is just humid LA. So it was like, oh God, this is everything that I hate about everything. And now, I, I imagine Vegas will be just as cluster effy, like, right? Like I, but to me, Miami sure. is such a sceny place. Like it's a, it's a fake it till you make it you know, pretend like you're a celebrity, Keep even if you're it. not kind of place. Yeah. And it just, I don't know. Am I being a dick? Like it was, was it not too much? Um, I would want, I want your thoughts on, I thought it was strange. Like all of the like football related mm. advertisements, right? Like they had all the drivers in like football uniforms or like on a football. Right. That seems insane to me. Like the fo- Miami, I wouldn't say is like a football place I mean, they no have a team, but. just because the stadium was the backdrop maybe i don't well also these mm. these kids aren't watching american football none of them are watching american football again broadcasters either yeah <laughs> <laughs> right like it, it was this sport is growing here right there's no arguing that now whether this boom continues or whether this is just a momentary blip on the radar of sports for american fans i time will tell but the almost sort of arrogant Americanization of the weekend for something that has existed for decades 
and we've ignored it as a collective sports fan unit. And now all of a sudden, because, and I, by the way, I'm in this, I'm 100% guilty of being in this group of people. We watched a Netflix series and now we're kind of into it and we're watching these races. We, I mean, the football tie-ins, the celebrity tie-ins, the, the ridiculousness of how everything had to be so grandiose. It was just like, just how about this? We are very, we just got invited to this dinner party. Okay. We are at the kids' table right now. Maybe we just quietly sit there and be part of the conversation and learn a little more instead of being obnoxious dickbags like we always apparently have to be. I just, ugh. I, maybe, I, you know, maybe I'm Canadian. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. I can confirm that you're not. <laughs> can I, uh, Sorry. I, I actually took a few notes for this for the first you time. You did? Every, yeah, On normally. F1? Did you watch yeah, it? Listen. Yeah, no, 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 no. But normally... Oh, don't, when... don't be crazy. Don't be crazy. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't watch it. When okay. F1 comes up in our rundown almost weekly, you yeah, you guys normally... That's like when I start to check my email or something. Mm -hmm. This yeah. time I came prepared because yeah, I was like, email. this is a tipping point. This is a tipping point for phonies. You, you identified it, Beetle. This is like, you know, we, we've just seen everyone catch on at the same moment and Miami is the worst possible place. Like that is... Worst. That is exactly where the phonies like to show up. So who took the biggest L? I'll tell you who. Horses. Because you know where the previous <laughs> place for phonies was? Wow. That's right. Yeah, in Kentucky. And so none of those phonies all selling something. You think they're there because they're fans of the sport? Hell no. It's just a red <laughs> carpet. Don't That's fall for point. it, people. They all just shifted that stupid, stupid scene from somewhere in Kentucky down to Miami. Some, it's the somewhere, same shit. Somewhere. <laughs> some, some, ooh, we, mean, we know where it is. Well, <laughs> also, you're right, because Tom Brady is a staple at the Kentucky Derby. Was you're he there? you damn right he is. I don't I didn't. I didn't watch. Obviously, I didn't watch anything Kentucky Derby no. related. You know who some of the celebs at the Kentucky Derby were this year? I only saw two. Joey Fatone, Hank Shut from Breaking Bad, and your boy, Mario Lopez. Well, obviously. First of all, first of all if you ever... Say that he's my boy. Your boy. Again, I will fly to LA, knock on your door, punch you in the face, fly home. Period. Uh, that was the, the level of. That's who they got. I saw Jack Harlow no, and, and Drake. Yeah, and Drake. Yeah. That's all That's I saw. Huge I saw Jack, Har Jack Harlow. By the way, Jack Harlow. I saw a video of him because, by the way, it rains every year at the Kentucky Derby. It rains for an hour before, and then everyone's stuck walking through mud. But he had two large black gentlemen carrying him through the crowd. And I thought to myself, hey, Jackie boy, not cool. In not, a a, not a good look. Not not cute. You might want to reconsider that next time, you dumbass. <laughs> Huge L for him because I went from not knowing, and by the way, still not knowing who the hell he is or what the hell he's good at, to him being <laughs> everywhere I look in the last three weeks. Well, guess 100%. what? I actually was looking for Jack Harlow in Miami. I thought this is the kind of place some yes. person being forced down my throat is going to show up. He's probably going to be in another picture with Tom Freaking Brady any second now. No, he was in the loser section <laughs> back in Kentucky. That's true. Kentucky Derby song, is usually that. He has a song called Churchill Downs on the new album. Well, he's from Louisville. And he's from he's, there, yeah. Yeah, he's from there. Uh yeah, I just I didn't even know Tony Parker was at um in Miami. I didn't see him. I'm looking, I didn't see the Watt brothers. I didn't see Renee Zellweger. Although her her man is a big car guy, so I I mean she might be too, but I just know that he is. Yeah, I and I also I listen to the post race stuff in my car. Um, and there's a there's a show called I think Street Speed or some the Speed City, uh, and it's it's an American show. I think they're based out of Austin. I, I wish I knew which of the three guys said it, but one of them said, "Hey, you know, first first race in Miami, a lot of thoughts, um, but I hope they get rid of all the posers." 
for the next one. <laughs> and I was like, you know, see, that's not us just being jerks. That's a guy who's devoted his life to these sports and he's talked about it and he's an expert in it. And that was his take on what he saw. It was, it was, I mean, it was dumb. And the race okay, itself. I'm going to uh, argue against it though. We don't need to gatekeep. People can just be fans. People no. have to start somewhere. They can be They're fans. They're not fans, Paige. They are we, not They might be fans. now. It was their Give first it. introduction to it. Let I will people bet my like limbs. Things. I will bet every limb I own that they have not. Be, I, you didn't convert. They either were fans. They were car collectors, which I've noticed amongst the rich and famous is, a, is the tie-in that a lot of these guys are car claiming. Is I collect cars. I, Ian Poulter's an F1 guy, yeah. but he also collects cars. So it, that, yeah. though, and he's been to races. That's fine. But no. This is a, we knew this was going to be a scene because it's my freaking Amy. This is the same city that left a playoff game of their own team early because God forbid I have to go stand in line to get into a club that nobody wants me in for fucking four hours and try to get back into the arena when the game turned around. This is the crappiest sports city in America, which is unfortunate because I love Jimmy Butler. All right. He makes me laugh. I find him entertaining. But the Sports City fan world there is garbage. They make L.A. fans look like diehards. That's how bad Miami is. But yeah, by, by the way, please. they got Homestead in Miami. I don't remember seeing all you Euro-chic jerks <laughs> at a NASCAR race. It's cultural appropriation of NASCAR. That's what it is. You want to eat cheese and drink wine instead of chugging Ooh. Budweiser. Well, it's, I, it's yes. a joke. And by the way... Uh, th there's there's a million other problems with with how this is going, but I I'm not gonna start calling a fucking garage a paddock. Not happening. How dare a field, you? A field is a field. It's not a pitch. <laughs> it is it's a, a paddock. Field. It a was built for this. A paddock race. is for fucking horses. No, you know what? You need to shut your mouth. This was a paddock. It was a temporary build because the highway. It's a street. It was a street race. It was a street track. So they built it for that. They actually built it larger, knowing the douchebaggery that was going to show up for the event. So they're like, "Oh, we got to fit seventeen more idiots in here. Let's make it wider than the normal paddock." Oh, thank you. So these poor people that actually do this for a living and take us. Even the drivers were like, "Get the huh out of here." It's too many. There's too many. I don't even know who you is. I don't want to take a picture with you. And then, oh. I totally forgot about this. I totally forgot about this. No offense to the gentleman. I believe, what is it? Willie T, right? So I watched the post race. Oh. Now, there is a set crew that does these races week in, week out. It's the Sky Sports crew, okay? I'm used to them. I like them. It works. Nice accent. But because it's in the United States of America, they get Willie T, who, by the way, in his own right, is a, is a historical figure in racing in this country, okay? I think he was the first black indie car racer. That's awesome. And you know what? Go to the race. Get your picture taken. Do all the cool shit you're supposed to do when you're like a legend in your own thing. What you don't need to do is put a microphone in the man's hand so that he can now shove that microphone in one, two, and three spots being Max, Shal, and Carlos and asking, I don't even think they were questions. At one point he said, Charles Chuck Leclerc, what are you doing? There weren't even questions. It was like, the tires were hot. Yeah, Willie T., the tires were hot, okay? The track was 140 degrees. They're always going to be hot. It was cringe city, especially when you've got five perfectly suited, 
wonderfully knowledgeable reporters who are used to doing that specific job just standing over there twiddling their thumbs because we needed to add one more stupid flavor of America to this event that could have just been left alone and we could have watched it like we watch all the other races. Can we not just shit red, white, and blue all over everything? Can't we just (laughs) embrace it for what it is, an amazing event that's not ours but that we're trying to love? Like we're just new and we're trying to like it. Don't ruin it. We have to ruin everything. I'm sure they had disgusting concession stand things, too, because God forbid. I mean, cheese and wine is good, Gabe. Cheese and wine is good. But I'm sure I did see somewhere that they in like a I think it's from Spencer Hall had this in like a newsletter or something. But he was saying that in the um, VIP marina area, crab cakes were like 400 bucks. (laughs) That's too many dollars. For how many crab cakes? 4,000? Like that's, that's $400. I, I think they come in twos. So let's assume two. I, well, I, by the way, I know how much it was to go to Austin and, and sort of do like a VIP thing that we did that. And it was a it was a big like, let's save our money and let's buy this and we're going to do it big. And, and it was a lot. I can't even fathom what kind of ridiculous amount of zeros were on these passes for some of these people. And also the worst part, most of the people didn't have to pay for the passes. <laughs> They're all being paid to be there. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Paige, you've done this for years. These people aren't fans. This is publicity. They run to the cameras. If all these cameras were still over there at Churchill Downs, guess where these jerks would be? Room for horses instead of tires. It's nice to be seen. By the way, I, I look, I, sh- I don't like the Kentucky Derby for a variety of reasons, but I did see the overhead video of Rich Strike coming from out Oof. of... No- that is a hell of a video to watch. Oof. The last minute of that video is... It's pretty cool. I-, I will say that. Now, I wish there were no people on the horses' backs and it was just horses racing. Again, it's a way better sport. They did it that way. But to watch this horse come so far out of nowhere that the announcer wasn't even prepared to say his name until it literally ended, I was like, that's... <laughs> it was like a movie. Um, but yeah, that's that was a good point, Gabe. I completely forgot that the Kentucky Derby was the king of all douchebaggery until this weekend, and it got... It got bumped. Tom Brady not being there and being at F1 tells you everything you need to know. know Let me ask you this, Beetle. We've gone way (laughs) over here, but I got (laughs) to ask you this. Oh, my God. I I think you both know this about me. Um, uh, I'm a parrot head. I've been to a lot of Jimmy Buffett concerts. (laughs) Oh, for a second there, I was like, what now? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's okay. Uh, I've been to several Jimmy Buffett concerts. What is that? More than 10? 40-year-old father of three. We know this. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I think more than 10 at this point. And I'm going to another one in a few weeks. Here's a tradition. Have either of you ever been to a Jimmy Buffett show? I have not, no. Okay. Paige has been to one show? Um, Yeah, one or two maybe. On purpose? Or did you just go with people? Um... Both. Like, did you get the tickets or were we like no. asked to go? It was like a okay. group situation. Okay. Had a great Fair time. Enough. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Of course, she had a great time. Everyone has a great time. <laughs> it's a great show. But here's what they do when you show up to a tailgate before a Jimmy Buffett show, in a non aggressive way, in a very friendly, welcoming way, somebody <laughs> will take a marker out and draw on your arm, virgin. This will happen. And then you will walk all around the parking lot and people will pour shots down your throat. Shut your mouth. You've never been here before. We're hazing you, but welcome to the team. We love you for being here. You're going to love it, but you're going to have to pay a little price for being a poser this one time. I love this. That's how it works. So F1. Yes. Think about doing that. 
Yes, and then all because those the difference is what I had virgin on their arm. You're right, because in your in your world, the virgins don't show up all loud with 700 members and just doing things their own way in a place that's existed already and has its own traditions. That's the way it should be done. Hey, I'm new here. I'm going to quietly enter the fray and whatever happens, happens because you know what? I just got here. Nope. I didn't do it that way. They forced their stupid lifestyle on everybody that already existed. I'm sorry, F1. I'm sorry, but you did this to yourselves. You wanted to come here. And okay, now wait. You have to deal with it. Even though we just <laughs> spent the last like 15 minutes talking shit about it, I really I've wish got, that yeah. I would have gone. Ugh. I know. It, no, I hate uh, Miami. I lived in Miami for I a think year. It been fun. Worst year of my life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like it, I okay. hated it. I liked the fishing. I didn't want the to fishing was good. There. Absolutely. No, I, but that's what I'm saying. You couldn't pay me to go to an event like this. In mm -hmm. my oh my I, I I don't know that I can think of worse things and I have a very good imagination, so yeah no, you yeah. would have like you might have liked to it. Say, I would have liked to have been there. Well, next time I'm sure they'll do it again, because mm -hmm. there's no worse city for them to pick. So they've done it, they've picked it, and now they're probably going to commit to it for the next ten years. But maybe not. Maybe they'll surprise us. I don't know. All right, I guess we're taking a break. I don't know if I have anything in, left in me. Oh wait, yes I do. Pink bats. We'll be back. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We are back. We've um, we've all gotten a drink of water. We've taken a minute to sort of breathe, and let's get back into it, Paige. What else did we miss? Okay. Well, I, before we start on what did I miss, I wanted to mention last week on the episode with Eno, we I brought up the would you rather of uh, would you rather eat anything you want, perfect nutrition, mm. you never get fat, blah blah blah, or would you rather ha only require one hour of sleep and that means you're fully rested? And you did a Twitter poll mm -hmm. with the promo. Uh, and I wanted to share the results of that. So we had a few thousand okay. votes. And okay. interestingly, 53.7% of voters went with the food option, which I thought was surprising. I feel like they didn't get it. <laughs> okay. Maybe one of those people that refuses okay. the election results. Poorly worded, like, maybe. I, I just, no I, no, I think it was worded fine, but I feel like... Or maybe, look, maybe I'm just more tired than most people. I, it could very well be that. Like, maybe more people can do with less sleep than I feel like I can. Because mm -hmm. I feel like you can eat everything you want now. You just have to work really, really hard and, like, sort of counteract it. Whereas if you don't get enough sleep, there's no making up for that. I can't go do something that will make me feel like I got a lot of sleep. So yeah. that's to me why I was like, this is a no-brainer. But I yeah. might just be tired. Maybe Gabe, you weren't me. on the episode. Do you have a thought on that? I, I, I saw... No way in which this was debatable. I thought for sure okay. I am an outlier because of my particular lifestyle um, mm -hmm. in that I, I would always want more sleep. I never <laughs> have enough. 
right? And I'm fortunate in that I, uh, you know, like I'm kind of like a skinny fat guy. So like even <laughs> if I eat really crappy food, I yeah. never really get like overweight. I just yeah, like, you. you know, so it's like not even a choice for me. I don't it's understand how this could be complicated. It really wasn't because I, I eat crap now and, and I pay for it. But then I'm like, all right, let me try to work harder and get rid of some of this, whatever this is. But like if you told me, hey, I'm going to bed at 6 a.m., I'm going to wake up at 7 a.m. and I'm going to feel like I got eight hours of sleep. My God, I couldn't think of a better gift. Nothing. Nothing in the world would be better. Yeah. I mean, so, sleeping yeah. is a complete waste of time. So if yeah. if we could just count it all in an hour, this would be. So what we're saying know. is we deny, Paige. Your results to that poll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It is Great. wrong. It's fake, it's fake news, Paige. It totally is. Please don't come okay. at me with that again. Okay. Sorry. Forgot this happened. All right. Happen. Moving on. Paige, why don't I take us to the NFL schedule, which will be announced yeah. Thursday? I'm out. I'm going to leave. So teams already know their opponents and where they're going to have to travel and blah, 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 blah. There's a specific note here I want to get to about the Seahawks. They will travel... Mm. 29,466 miles and Damn. change time zones 34 times. Ooh. Ooh. The Steelers, meanwhile, will log just 6,442 miles and won't leave the eastern time zone. Damn. Um, does this make you think that living in Seattle is even worse than you realized? Wow. Oh, so what? You, by argument, you're saying living in Pittsburgh is better? Uh, I'm, I'm not. By the way, this is the, this is a strong response. This is the podcast where we just crap on American cities. Yeah. <laughs> just like so Miami's Miami, already, who needs it? Miami's <laughs> taking an L. So I for some reason just made Seattle right? take a stray. You just went after Pittsburgh. What's left? <laughs> Don't you have roots in Pittsburgh? Is like your family from Pittsburgh? I mean, or my no, my well, my dad, my dad has never shared anything about his life, but I believe he's from Pennsylvania oh, in origin. I'm sure I could say, by the way, he listens and watches this. Uh, shout out, wow. dad. Um, but yeah, I believe he's somehow from that area. Uh, and he is And he is a Steelers fan, or he was, I'm, you know. But um, okay, so this is sort of a, this is an interesting take. Because Seahawks is, I believe Seahawks consider like a, more of a white collar, bougie sort of fan base, she-she. They probably travel the world a lot. It almost feels like that reflects in their schedule. Whereas Pittsburgh, that area is more blue collar. We kind of stay close to home. Family never leaves too far away. It's just a very concentrated like, yeah, stick together vibe. For some reason, this almost just makes sense to me. It's like a colorful poem about the two mm. cities. So you're punishing I mean, the coastal elites? Yeah. Yeah, fuck the coastal elites. You know who we need to get in here to talk about this? It's been a while. Um, he was You're very dead. mean very mean to me when he was on, but I took it as a compliment. Uh, Adam Ray. Oh, we definitely need to have Adam on for this. Yes. Because he is a Seattle elite. He is. For sure. <laughs> He's maybe the most elite Seattle person we can think of. And I would love to hear his take on this, just this little piece of information like we just give him exactly the way you just gave it to us sure. and let him react because i, I want to hear what he has to say because it is it is a shocking shocking difference in schedules but yeah it kind of makes sense in some weird bizarre way i like it too bad they they better don't get hope miles that no, for it. no free agent quarterbacks uh read that stat because that's not unless they're looking for like united miles i don't see why you want to be right? part of that like you united don't even get the benefits of travel with that because you're just you're going charter so like oh that sucks for them brutal <laughs> That was from Front Office Sports, by the way. So thank you I like that. for that. Yeah, that's cool information. I like it. Okay. So Mother's Day was on Sunday. 
Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Happy, happy. Uh, The MLB used pink bats, which is pretty fun. And I saw this tweet basically saying that pink bats were really cool and that I wish MLB would allow players to use custom bats all year long. The person kind of went on to say, like, it would inject a little personality, maybe into all the players, etc. I love that idea, but I wanted to see what you thought. And what would be on your bat? On my bat, it would say, I hate pink bats. And that's what it would say on my bat. In blue. But it would be, uh, look, I, yes. Number one, I agree with the idea that um, personality injection into the the entire sport of baseball is a must. And I, I would like that to be a priority in whatever way you deem possible. That being said, I'm so confused. I thought pink meant breast cancer awareness. But now apparently, oh yeah, sorry, it, it is. Also, it is. Like, Those are related. So it's just that. So let me ask you this: I, my pet peeve, by the way, I don't like colors that are for anything, and I also hate that everything female related is always pink. pink. Yeah, I agree. It's just such a like, what is this? 1967 gender reveal party like it's so stupid by the way they didn't have those back then because only stupid people now are doing those things i hate them so much i just i i would love like the same way um well but it's the same thing in the nfl like the guys are allowed to wear the those cool ass cleats but then they got to change like for the game right it's like i've never understood mm-hmm. why i was like why not have a little bit of personality it's not going to detract from the sport by any means i would love if bats like hockey goalies have badass helmets like they get them. Oh, like, yeah. Da, 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 da. Like it's, I don't know, a little bit of personality. It's not over the top. It's not a distraction. You know, you could sell them for charity. You could do whatever you want with them afterwards. I don't really care, but it would be awesome. And for the record, my mom hates the color pink. So she did not feel yeah. like she was being appreciated by baseball last mm. on Sunday. Mm. That being said, I just should note for anyone who's only listening that you are sitting in a room literally filled with pink <laughs> shoes. So just, I know. I know. Let's... But, but also, also, yeah. Oh, wait, Green there's the blue, blue section. What is that? Yeah. That's Are those yeah. blue section. Oh, yellow. Yeah. What am I? Some kind of weirdo? Wait a minute. Just... Do you have like in my I have a laundry room and in it there's like all the mismatched single socks that got yeah. eaten by the dryer. Do you yeah, have that how... for shoes? Do you have just like a bunch of single shoes? What happened to the other matching shoe in most of those cases? What are you talking about? They're, they're right that's next how, to each other. It's like front they're back. back. They're... That's how you get front more back. shoes in. It's like a space thing. Yeah, it's a oh. space thing. God, get a grip, bro. So instead of putting like your shoes with like both heels on the back you put one yeah. heel back one here front it goes like this so, so you can fit more. Up as much space it's, it's a vet move dude it's just a vet move have I'm you sorry, ever I been in a fit, closet before i can fit my shoes in like the tiniest <laughs> amount of space where i put my shoes i don't have to perfectly organize sure. oh, yeah. them and sh- no this is know. a math project like this was this was an endeavor that i took but yeah no yeah. of course it's like you're going to have to have pink. I'm not saying I hate pink. I just don't like that pink has been somehow universally decided that that's 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 girl shit. Girl shit's yeah. pink. It's like an afterthought. They're like, oh, shit, yeah. we got to do something for the women. Let's make something pink. Yeah. Pink. I know pink. women take it that way. I, I don't know. I think Yo, here we I, go. Have a, I have two daughters <laughs> yes. now. Please uh, tell girl, me how we should take it. Girl, girl dad, so I'm entitled to an opinion. <laughs> sure, here. sure, sure, um, sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> not how that works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, welcome uh, to women's issues. And your, your opinion will probably be daughters. worth more than ours. So yeah, go ahead. Here it goes. Yeah. Um, my the twins. I have a great experiment here. Twin oh, boy oh, and girl. Yeah. You've met yep. them. We mm-hmm. are are conscious not to like you know point them in any specific direction on on all the cliche ways that we were all raised. So they they don't like one loves sports and one loves dance. Nothing like that. We just let them choose. But like my it. daughter. 
she's four something years old now. Like every time she chooses pink, she chooses princesses, she chooses unicorns, and the dude just takes sports stuff and like hitting yeah. things. That's fine. So some way, that, of the, that's totally you know, fine. Pink might be just a color that some women really like. It's a lovely color. It really is. It's 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 lovely color. It's flattering on most people. But the idea that it means girl is ridiculous mm. oh, because yeah. it's not my favorite color. Never has been. Not even when I was little. So like that's why I think it's just a lazy old way of going. Boys are blue and girls are pink. Don't and don't ask me any questions. I'm like, no, I think we could be a little more nuanced. You know what I mean? Maybe we add a little creativity to the. Books. I'm wearing a pink shirt right now. And well, you're throwing the whole thing off. Uh, Devonte Smith <laughs> was shown on the big screen at the Sixers game. <laughs> okay, and uh, they put a little graphic up just to help everyone under you know know who he was, and it said uh, Devonte Smith, former Philadelphia Eagle. <laughs> then Smith, funny tweet, wrote, "Damn, got fired on my day off. He is still on the Eagles." I know. <laughs> so. What is that about? Do you think this was good or bad news for him when he found out he is still on the Eagles? Because I feel like he might like to be uh, somewhere else. I mean, well, yeah, I definitely. I think it's, um, well, I think his handling of it was perfect and, and brilliant and great and wonderful. And it's just such a, everyone in the room must have just been like, what? What's going on? And like to have it be that way. I, I just, I think it's a very funny moment. But yeah, what? so what is the deal? He's just going to go somewhere else, obviously. But like we don't know where yet, right? So technically, is he not an eagle? No, no, I don't even think it's that. No, I, think I think they just made a mistake. I think he's fine. I think they had. If I had to guess, I think How do whatever we know? associate producer had a template that they had already used, showing some other Eagles player that had just said former Philadelphia no. Eagle and then forgot to delete it. I think that's what happened. Or what if there's something going on behind the scenes that no one knows about, and one person accidentally leaked it, and now he's going to end up leaving? This is really conspiracy theory. I, I don't think that the kid doing the graphics is <laughs> like privy it? to the, the real story on like some secret trade involving Devontae Smith. I think he's going to be an eagle, it. at least until his rookie contract ends. I don't think anyone I want him to not be trained. an eagle now. I want this to be part of some bigger like mess up that was just like, oh, my God, this is so If that happens, that's our new show. We'll go deep. We'll, we'll interview all the yes. people and find out what really happened. All right. Make it I'll, happen. I'll tell you what. If he does get traded. Let's say he goes to, you know, the, the Browns or whatever, and then he goes to a Cavaliers game and they put him up on the big screen. They should write former Eagles receiver. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, is, that should be his title from now on yeah. everywhere he goes. I love it. That's such a weird moment, too. But I like that he was funny about it. OK, it's a good okay. one. All right. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is our last one. And this is very nice. A fan sent me a DM with this and specifically asked for your take. And I loved mm. it. So I, I do want your take here. And this is okay. from the handle is at Lila Beasy. So thank you to you. Like so that. she wanted your take uh, on some of the latest antics of our guy Drake. Um, and here is what <laughs> happened if you don't know. So Drake commented on an at lethal shooter post talking about T. Morant and LeVar Ball. And basically Drake is saying, like showing support for them and saying whatever. Uh, a fan responded to Drake and said, your son probably play with Ghost Riders. Okay. Innocent-ish, but Drake's sensitive about the Ghost Rider stuff. He really he, is. Drake then responded, I just followed your girl because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. And he did. He not only followed this man's girl, but then DM'd her. And so 
Is Drake our new petty king? Please advise. That is, I mean, I'm assuming these are just regular people with like yeah. a few hundred followers, you know, whatever, yep. just regular normal human beings living Correct. their lives and then just trying to be happy. That is awesome. That is, by the way, the best part about it is, is, is his girlfriend, wife, whatever, is probably just like, what in the hell? Why is Drake just, why did Drake just send me a message? Like this doesn't make, because he sent a, I thought he sent a message to her. Oh yeah. DM. And then the guy a posted like, oh my DM. God, he really did it. Mm-hmm. What if he steals her away from this guy, and they become soulmates? Tales old as time. I love it. It's petty on a level that is that only a handful of society can get away with. Not not everyone's as famous and large and and popular as Drake. So the fact that he used it, he's used his powers for good, is um, wonderful to see. <laughs> it's so good. It's so petty. Gabe, why are you stroking your? Gabe, you don't like, like that? it? Um. Yeah, I'm afraid freaky. of where I want to go with this. Oh, so really? Jerome is back in the building editing these things. So he might he might need to help here. I think what this guy should do, granted, the danger zone here is you're going to yell at me and say, wouldn't that be her choice? Um, I think he should encourage his partner ah. to engage Drake in a little bit of like, I'm going for it, right? Mm-hmm. maybe see how far Drake's willing to take this thing, mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. a little game, lure him into a trap. And What's then the this guy, the tra- well, maybe Drake thinks there's a little, Drake thinks there's a little rendezvous with the, okay. the guys. But then, blammo, he shows up and there's that guy with a camera. Bam, gotcha, Drake, you loser. And then he fires <laughs> and off some sort of picture. And then they fight at half picture. court for five minutes. They, but, yeah. And then, yeah. No, wait, no, Drake, but Drake would know He's the one that instigated the whole thing. So he's good. By the way, is she cute? Are these people cute? Like, what are we talking Don't about know. here? Are we talking Don't potentially? I mean, not, you know, I'm sure Drake's had some twos and threes on his conquest list, but still, <sighs> I, I don't know, know what we're dealing with. But like, <laughs> like, like, I, I kind of, I like, I like the idea of it. I mean, these are what Hallmark movies are made of. Like, celebrity rolls into town and steals your girl. Love it. Love it. It's awesome that he Sorry. threatened it and then did it. Petty AF. And I'm all about that life. Hey, I uh, I mentioned this since you edited that previous part out. I mentioned this um, the other day on our text chain. I'm going to put us all on the spot. Beetle, is it time for us to do uh, like a special series ranking the pettiest people in sports? 100%. And Drake has obviously nominated himself as a, a finalist. <laughs> yes. Um, we've got other names that might come up. Can we dedicate some time during the, during the slow part of the summer to just yes. focusing on pettiness? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it should be an ongoing... Cause You'd be surprised. Sometimes people that you didn't know were petty will do something, and all of a sudden they're on the list, and right. you're like, "Wow, that's that's a beautiful thing I didn't expect coming." Yeah, I'm and all we in celebrate on it. Petty that is here. great. Yeah, who does it? Wait, are there people that don't celebrate? It? I think so. I think there are some people that look down upon pettiness, but not this podcast. Oh God, how self righteous of you. <laughs> Lame. Hate it. Yeah, no, I'm 100 percent in. I would like a 17 part deep dive into petty, its origins, and where we're headed. Okay. We'll take a break. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This has been an episode, another one that's happened. I believe we've covered everything, probably left something out. Um, I would like to say, again, to my dad and everyone else who was wondering, the YouTube shows are coming back. Um, Yeah, they'll pop up soon. But also, thank you for watching our YouTube shows. I didn't think anyone was. That was kind of nice that people missed it. (laughs) I'm so loved. All right, that's the episode. We have 631-397-0403. If there are any questions you want answered, if there's anything you want to tell Gabe that's awful that he needs to hear about himself, no. um, any yeah. of those things, compliment page, th- these types of things. Yes. Hate on Gabe, compliment me, and let us know who should be on the petty chart. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Bye. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.